0: So my dad passed away in 2015. We weren't talking and it took a month for his family to track me down. Before I ever knew he was gone, I started hearing from him in heaven. It consumed me. How is communication with the other side even possible? I left my corporate gig, studied with spiritual teachers on every coast and worked with my angels to figure out the answers. Today, my mission is teaching you how to raise your vibration, shift your thoughts, trust your intuition, develop your unique spiritual gifts, and connect with your loved ones and angels on the other side. Friends, when you have these tools, life really does become heaven on earth. beautiful souls. Welcome back to the Angels and Awakening podcast. I'm your host, Julie Jancis. And today we are diving into a special treat. This is a reading that I did recently for a client who graciously is allowing us to share it here. You know, every reading that I do is so completely different because every soul needs different things and different messages in their life. And friends, what Spirit is saying right now to tell you is that if you listen to this episode and there's something healing that calls to you in it, it's meant for you, right? Your angels want you to receive and accept into your heart that message today. So I hope you enjoy listening. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Where I want to start is there's two energies on the other side that are really present with you. So I just want to identify who those are. Is mom's mom on the other side? Yes. Okay. Is dad's mom on the other side as well? Yeah. And who's the the woman in your team on the other side who passed before her time?
1: Uh, My aunt. Yeah, my aunt.
0: Okay. But you knew her here and you were close to her here because she's So close to you on the other side. She steps into your
1: circle and she steps right next to mom's mom. Did she know mom's mom? Probably like she knew they weren't close or anything, but you know, our families all got together sometimes. So yeah.
0: Okay. Perfect. I see mom's mom and your aunt as like side by side, like the drivers of your spirit team. Okay. I want to talk about your angels too. And we'll get to that. Do you have the daughter as well? that's here yes. on earth. Okay. Yes. I have a daughter. Perfect. I want to talk about her because they keep like flashing her and just like bringing her to the forefront. Mm-hmm. What's kind of going on in her life right now? What
1: age is she, where is she at in life? She, well, I have, I have three daughters, oh. but one specifically that I don't know if it's important, but I have a special needs daughter okay. uh, and she's 13. Is she your oldest? Uh, my oldest daughter. Yes.
0: Okay. Cause they keep pointing to the oldest and kind of like highlighting, underlining, circling. What are her
1: special needs? She's globally developmentally delayed, nonverbal. Uh, she's blind. She is not sick at all, but she's like kind of a total care. She's still in diapers. I still have to feed her. I mean, she can, she can do some things herself, like feed herself finger foods, things like that. Just like a spoon and fork. And the same with the bathroom, she'll go if I take her, you know, but she's just, it's not a hundred percent.
0: Okay. And how are you still married? Cause the other word that they're bringing in is husband and they're kind of like tying this all together. So talk I'm actually, to me about, yeah, talk to me about her dad.
1: Yeah. So we're divorced. I've actually been married twice, divorced twice now, just recently got divorced a second time, but her dad's a, a, a big, you know, we're still friends. We have a good relationship. He's still, you know, very important in our lives.
0: Okay, what I want to express so that you understand this is that people come to me for different reasons, right? And if you were to take all people on earth and present them in front of angels, what they would say to each person is totally different based on where that person's at in their life. And as you were talking about your daughter and what they they're always talking at the same time, right? What they were showing me is this connection to the relationships and how you having your first daughter, were you as that younger person, having all of these expectations of what it was going to be to be a mom, all these expectations of what your life was going to be and how everything was going to unfold, and then it unfolding differently is something that you've done a lot of work on. And they're so proud of the work that you've done because they said, Julie, that was not an easy journey for you as a human being to just unfold
1: through. Do you understand what yeah. I'm saying? hundred percent, yes.
0: And they're saying your grandma just said one of the most beautiful things about your energy is that you don't create those good guy, bad guy boxes, within Mm -hmm. your mind, because they keep showing me when they had me write down the word husband next to oldest daughter, they said he didn't process everything the same way that
1: you did. Exactly. That was the main crux of our, you know, the problem. Yeah. Yeah.
0: If you look at somebody, you can go back to their parents and their parents and their parents' parents and kind of see how and why they behave the way that they do. What your angel team and your spirit team are really saying to you is thank you for not creating those good guy, bad guy mentalities within yourself. There's a lot that they're saying about your daughter because they show me to the expectations of what you had wanted to do. Like you always felt that there were bigger things coming for you in your life, like you were going to do bigger things. And one of the senses of energies that I feel within your heart as we talk about this is kind of just, it's not a disappointment. It's definitely not a resentment. It's just a sadness that you felt like there was this thing coming and it just never came. Right? Yeah. And they said, but it's still on its way. Okay. There are stories within you. And I know that you don't think of yourself as a writer or that you would write this book, but there are stories within you that need to come out. Like when an artist says that they wake up and they just have to like let something move through them and they paint it, it's the same thing for writing or for storytelling,
1: It's kind of always been that one thing that I want to do. I had a blog years ago all about Oli and our journey and what's happened and where we've come from and how I've kind of grown through the process that I've always wanted to write that book. But I just the moment just hasn't come where I just feel that push to do it. You know what I mean?
0: Yes, I totally do. And what they're saying is like, just hold on because that moment <laughs> is still
1: on its way; like it yeah. is still coming. That's so, what I've always felt like. I felt like when I, I'll know when it's time. Yeah, yeah. Do you
0: have the good friend who works in marketing or PR too? I know. Not, a person that's so. about your age, a uh, lighter hair color that they keep showing me, a girlfriend, longer hair, and mm-hmm. she's going to help you get the book published, get it out. It's not something that you just like do on your own and it doesn't yeah. go anywhere. Like she said, it gets pushed out. This is your aunt and your grandma showing me this.
1: Okay. Yeah, I, I know who you're talking about. I don't know her job title specifically doesn't live here, but I can kind of see that with her. Okay. She started up like her own business and things like that.
0: Mm -hmm. She's going to help you in that, in that way. What is it that
1: you do right now for work? I'm a nurse. I work in organ recovery, organ donation. Okay. Whereabouts in the country? I'm in Texas.
0: Oh, okay. Awesome. My mom's in like Midlothian area in Dallas.
1: Oh, okay. I'm in Austin.
0: Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah. So do you work at the hospital?
1: Yeah. So I'm an organ recovery coordinator. So we go to, you know, we get referrals from hospitals and then we evaluate the patients to see if they would be a candidate for organ donation. And then once we start following them and they get declared either brain dead or the family wants to withdraw care, then we go out to those hospitals. We manage the whole case. We find recipients and then we go to the OR. It's kind of like the whole thing. So I'm in all kinds of showing, hospitals.
0: Yeah, they keep showing me that this job came in, or your job shifted, and this new yes. part with the organ donation came in after your daughter was born. Your oldest daughter.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This is new. I just started this like six months ago. Okay. Because they keep tying, you know,
0: it takes a certain person, right? To be a nurse. It takes a certain person, let's say to work with people who have lost somebody who are grieving. It takes a person who is ready for this job to do the work that you're doing and what they do is tie in all of your past experiences and say you were meant to do this work because even though you're fresh into it have you told yourself like I could do this for the rest of my career because I feel like you just so love it and are just like so this is yummy to you because it is you right this is the perfect fit. For you.
1: Yes. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. The job, even how it came about was just kind of weird. It was just a spur of the moment. I just happened to be working in the ICU. I just happened to see one of their patients and then just on the spot applied for it and got it during COVID, like at the very beginning of COVID, which was wow. strange. <laughs> yeah.
0: Wow. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. They're very, very excited for you. Here's what we do sometimes, okay? And here's where your grandma and your aunt are coming in and they're saying, sometimes when we've been through a lot of different things in our life, our subconscious will use that against us in a way where it'll say, well, this is too good to be true, or it's not going to last, or you're going to wait for another shoe to drop. There you go. There is no shoe dropping here. Like, this is your place. This is your home. And they show me, you know, towards the end of your career, you really training other people to do this work, too, and managing a lot of this as well.
1: Good deal. Yeah, that's my hope. (laughs) Yay. Yay. Okay.
0: Now, is Dad still here on Earth, too, Shannon? Okay. Why do they keep flashing his name? They keep like making me feel his energy. Not that he's going anywhere. Not that anything bad is happening to dad. They just want to talk about him and you.
1: Yeah. Yeah. My dad and I kind of have a strange relationship. We weren't very close growing up. He was very hands off, was not happy at all at home. And then once I went to college, my parents got divorced. He got remarried and really made an effort in the last 20 years to get to know me and come visit. He's just kind of, he's not a touchy feely talk about things kind of guy. You know, he definitely calls me, but it's kind of a different relationship, I guess. And he's had some health problems in the last couple of years, but yeah, it's just a different kind of relationship, I guess.
0: Okay, so listen, I feel like um, people can take things a hundred different ways, right? And what they keep showing me is that you've been looking, we all have this need to be filled in some different ways and capacities. And you never truly got this total fill with your relationship with him. And it's better because he's put in that effort, but we're not fill a hundred percent. Right. In that bucket within our lives. And I feel like you've looked for this within the marriages that you've had. Right. And it's still not filled because you haven't found it within those. I'm not the type of person that's like you need to go get married because <laughs> and you know like if you never wanted to do that again you don't need to but what your aunt and your grandma keeps coming in saying is that one of the reasons that you booked this session is that you want to know what they have to say about this.
1: I do, <laughs> <laughs> I do. that's
0: totally true. And they say that basket will feel completely filled within this lifetime, meaning that you're going to find two things. You have already found your strength within you, that you're not looking at a relationship to feel fill you as a human being any longer. You've you've worked through that 110%. But you do want that companionship of like that person who gets you and loves you and upholds you and um, supports you And they're like, that's on its way.
1: Okay. That's so funny. Yeah. That's so
0: funny. Yeah. I want to talk about the last relationship a little bit there, because I want to say you're like 97 to 98% stitched up and kind of have closure with all of that. But there's just a little thread that they want to work on there. Talk to me about the end of that relationship and kind of what happened. Yeah.
1: So we got separated two years ago. He moved out, you know, I had my own house and then we were separated for like three or four months. And then we decided we were going to work on the relationship again. I did therapy and I really tried to focus on my part of what, you know, cause there was definitely a lot of parts that it was my fault, you know, where I wasn't doing things right, you know, and I just, I don't know. I just, I had a lot of things to work on. So I really feel like, you know, over that next year that I really put in hundred percent. I didn't walk away feeling like I didn't give my all because I really did. And I thought things were going okay. And then we just stopped, you know, talking as much. He stopped coming over and hanging out as much. He would bring up the same things that had gone wrong. And, you know, but then he would say, but you don't do that anymore. I'm like, okay, well, why are we still talking about it? You know, we need to do therapy. He just wasn't willing to do that. And then finally he was just like, you know, this isn't working for me. Like, I just feel like you're not, you, like, I can't remember. You're not spiritual enough. And I, I can't. He had like a bunch of different things to say. And I, you know, so I was like, okay, okay, we'll, we'll get to exactly this.
0: What they had me write down because when you said there's things that I wasn't doing right, they highlighted and circled yeah. this and then they X'd it out, meaning that what you think you weren't doing right and what was being fed to you and told to you at that time was somebody else's expectation that was a false expectation, right? It's not that you're not spiritual enough. It's not that because I feel like your communication was right there and you were looking, you know, at different tools and different resources. And, you know, your aunt was on the other side as you were going through this because she shows me her watching you going through this. And she says, Like she did this and she did this and she tried this tool and this tool. They need you to sew up that last two to 3% and that two to 3% that you still need to heal is that one statement that there were things that I wasn't doing right because they don't want you to take that statement within your subconscious mind and bring it into a new relationship where then you're worried, like, am I gonna, am I gonna walk on eggshells to try and please this person and not be fully myself? They said that was the only thing that was missing here. He wasn't fully, truly accepting of who you were and where you were at. Okay. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And that's been a big, you know, because even though we've been divorced now for a while, I just, I keep thinking, you know, because I've, I just wonder like, what did I do wrong? Is there something else I could have done better? Cause I felt like I really did love him. I mean, there was a lot of things. I know he wasn't the, he wasn't the one, but I feel like I loved him a lot and I really wanted, it. I really wanted it to work. You know, even that day that we talked about finally getting divorced, I was like, this is not me. Like I'm a hundred percent in, I will do whatever. Like, I don't want to get divorced. You know, I want to work on this. I made a commitment. So, yeah.
0: All right, friends, so I have been here writing at my desk for the last eight hours, no joke. I have been channeling in all of this new information about the angels, and I'm really, really, really excited for you to get to read all of this, to hear about all of this, This is like Angel Communication 2.0, but if you've never taken the first Angel Communication course, do not worry. You're gonna be able to start right here and catch up. In March, starting March 1 through the end of March, we are going through in the angel membership all about how to hear, see, feel, and communicate with your angels more. And what we're diving into is, a workbook that I have channeled through for you that gives you a little reading to do every day and then you have some work to do with a different angel each day. Friends, this is different from the angel school. You're not learning how to bring through messages for other people. It's more than that. You are learning how to communicate with your angels for your everyday life. Because friends, they are always working with you. They are always trying to point you in the right direction. Wherever you have a question, they're trying to bring in the solution, the answer, the the peace that you need within your heart, within your mind to you. And when you know how to do this work for yourself, you know how to communicate with them, your life is lived with more ease, with more peace, with more love. And it's not that we don't have challenges, but life becomes a lot more fun when you can be in the midst of a challenge and say, I haven't lost the footing underneath me. I haven't lost my foundation. I know my angels are here. I know God is leading me and I have faith. I have trust. And when you learn to work more with your angels, that's the gift that you receive. You have that very solid foundation beneath you and you know you're guided and you know what the signs mean in your life. So, friends, I am so excited about this. You can join the Angel Membership at any time over on the website. The information is in the show notes below. But March is going to be such an incredible month. So excited to work with you all over on the Angel Membership. Where does the sun come in for him that's tied
1: in with him? Well, I... I have an older son and then he has three boys. So okay. I had three step sons. Yeah. It's and then my oldest.
0: tied to him that it's one of his sons. Is there a son that you were really bonded to, that you were really close to of the three? Because they show me this, like when I tap into this energy in your heart, it's that feeling of your heart just sinks and that sadness is tied to... The question of like, do I get to remain in this person? Because I really feel like when you stepped in, it's not that you were trying to be their mom, but you stepped in on a role and a capacity where you opened up your heart to truly show them the love of a mother, be there with warmth and safety and security. And I feel like you have this very deep soul bond with this son of his. Mm-hmm. Here's what they need you to know, okay? Because your circle, right, your spirit team overlaps with other people's lives that you're connected with. And your circle, it's not as much the other two boys, okay? Yeah. It's this one. And you have had past lifetimes with him Mm -hmm. and you have this question that kind of it keeps repeating over and over again within you like am I gonna be able to have this relationship with him?" The answer is yes, but I do feel like you have to advocate for that and you have to create like the like what does that look like right okay
1: but yeah, that makes sense
0: sometimes it's just keeping the door open with somebody in their life of like, sending them cards throughout the year at different times and checking in with them at different times keep that relationship open keep that bond together because you and he will be close even when he's an
1: adult okay that's i have a question so i don't know it's just a thought i've i've had for years now that my second husband his dad i feel like we've had past lives together i've had this I don't know if it was a meditation or whatever, but he was like my son. And I felt like that's part of something inside me. Yeah. Like was so afraid to let go is because we've done this before. You know, like I knew that as soon as I met him, I'm like, oh, we've done, we've done this before. Like we've been connected in some way before, Mm -hmm. you know?
0: Yeah. 110%. Is he still here on earth? Uh, My
1: second husband. Yeah. His dad. Yeah oh no his dad is past
0: okay cuz his dad is coming through too yeah. and just kind of signifies everything that we were talking about now when you were talking about that past life was that with your second husband yes okay i don't see him having been your son in a past life i see you guys have had marriages before in past lives and it's just something where I hate it when we talk about souls being younger and older, right? Like all souls are equal. You know, we're all just playing different roles at different times. I feel like there are certain people who certain souls who like to come here and have fun right? Like my dad liked to come here, tear it up on the motorcycles, have different women. And he was definitely not doing his work in this lifetime. But his life created a way for all of us to learn from him. And I feel like you're X likes to kind of come in and play these roles sometimes yeah. Yeah. that feel like maybe a little bit more juvenile.
1: Right. Yeah. 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 Definitely forced me to come to a place where I wouldn't have had that not happen. You know what I mean? Like I definitely have grown a lot just through the whole experience. So, yeah.
0: Well, and they're like, it didn't even though the divorce was recent, you've been thinking about this kind of in this space for not just two years, but they keep no. showing
1: me like four to five. Yeah, exactly. That yeah, that's one hundred percent true.
0: So you're at this point where yes, it might like on paper look like it just happened, but you're really at the closure, closure finale. Yeah. I also feel like you're ready to start dating again. You're ready to like have this just open heart to other people coming in. That's coming this year. And with COVID easing up and this summer, I feel like you have a lot more opportunities coming your way to meet more people. They were showing me symbol for hospital before when you were talking about being a nurse and they keep showing me the hospital again and tying this new partner in the hospital together. It's not that we only have one opportunity to meet somebody at one place, but it is like this option that
1: they're highlighting and circling. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) It would be nice to meet somebody that understood my job (laughs) or at least understood the medical field. I could talk about it.
0: (laughs) For sure. For sure. So we've talked about a lot here. I want to open this up a little bit. They keep talking about your two other daughters and your son. Talk to me about the girls first. Your two other girls, they keep showing me my symbol for they're very close.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They're very close. They're seven years apart. So the youngest is my second husband's uh, daughter. And so she's three. And then my 10 year old is the other one. And, you know, so they're, but they're very close. I mean, that that the three-year-old just adores my daughter. I mean, just like wants to be just like her. And yeah, yeah, they're, they're very close.
0: Now, I know that this is difficult, like as we kind of transition into this new way of life, but I see them remaining close, like throughout their entire life. And even though there is that age gap, you don't feel that age gap as they're older. It feels like they're best friends. They almost have a kind of twin like energy between one another.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I can. Yeah. I can absolutely see that. So talk to me too. How old is your son? He's 15. Okay.
0: And how's he doing like with the whole friend thing right now with COVID and not being around a lot of people?
1: He's kind of a loner anyway. So he's got his couple good friends that, you know, he talks to on his video games and talks to on the phone. He actually, I I just made him go back to school. He really didn't want to. He wanted to stay home and online, but I know he's having some issues because like some of his friends are moving and he's, you know, when he's going back in person school now, he's seeing that he doesn't have any friends that they're either online or they've left the school. He's in a really small like charter school, but he, and he wants to go to public school next year. So I think the friend thing he's struggling a bit with now.
0: What is a charter school? Is it just like a private school? Is that what it means?
1: Yeah, it's kind of like a private school. It's still, uh, it's still funded by the state. They get a little bit less money. So they're usually a lot smaller and Theirs is Classical Academy, so it's like a specific type of school. You know, like they've got the the STEAM ones, and so theirs is a the classical education.
0: Okay. When it comes to that, I want you to know that they highlighted and circled him going to public school. I feel like he has this energy within him and this thought process that he knows everybody at this charter school. He doesn't resonate with anybody. He wants to find his tribe. He wants to find other people that he does click with. And he has it in his head that there's more opportunity at the public school to do that. And they keep like signifying that he knows like they're almost implanting that into him. Right. That that it is true. So I would kind of honor that within him. Also the fact that so many other kids are going through the exact same thing right now where even my daughter, her two best friends of the last five years, both of them moved away. And it's just heartbreaking for these kids. But just know that you're doing the best. Know that he is going to be doing you know, more with public school. Was he in soccer? I don't know if you said that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He does play
1: soccer too. Yeah. He does. That's the one sport I can get him to play. Oh my gosh. Cause they keep showing me like him
0: on the team, like next fall and even practicing this summer and him yeah. having friends within that soccer team that he makes okay, and keeps. Good. Now, uh, I want to say, so you said he's from your first husband, they keep showing me your mm-hmm. first husband, and he's more like an analytical thinker.
1: Does mm-hmm. he do something with money or numbers with his work? I don't know. He, he works in the oil field and he does some sort of like safeties, like the safety manager or something. I'm not exactly sure what he does. So,
0: okay. That sounds like a pretty precise job. Um yeah. <laughs> Because they keep showing me your son being a lot like him with his brain function, how his brain works, and the same type of job where you're using, I think that's the left side of your brain, more mathematical, Mm -hmm. more numbers, all of that, that he, and I just don't say that because he's a guy, you know, it's just because what they're showing me that he will do more
1: of that. I can absolutely see that. Yeah. He's the word
0: accountant too.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I could absolutely see him because he's, yeah, he's very good with math and very good with numbers. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect.
0: I feel like he wants to go away to school that he thinks about college and he's excited about college and they keep pushing him to like, think about where he wants to go.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I don't think he's, I haven't said a specific school yet, but I, we were talking about, you know, cause my parents let me move far away. So, you know, and it was a great opportunity. So I told my, my kids the same thing. I'll support wherever you want to go.
0: I keep seeing like the Southern belt States, like okay. it's in that area down there, maybe more towards like Georgia, more towards the coast a little bit, but
1: somewhere in there. Okay. At least close enough. I can still visit.
0: (laughs) Perfect. What questions are kind of arising for you that we didn't talk about yet? I still want to go into your angels. I want to talk a little bit about your mom and some messages that mom's mom's bringing in through her for her too. Okay.
1: Don't think I have any questions. I think we kind of talked through them as I had them. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. So,
0: mom is still here. Correct. Keep showing me her. Now, where does mom live in comparison to you?
1: Like 10 minutes away, 15 minutes away. Yeah. She's very close.
0: Okay. And does she walk every morning because
1: they keep showing me her walking? She doesn't. I don't think, I mean, she has a lot in the past though, like done a lot of walking. She just hasn't recently. She's got some knee problems. Talk to me about that. That's where they're going with this. Oh yeah. So she's got back issues and knee problems. She's just, yeah, she needs to be walking. And she's she keeps talking about like how she needs to start exercising. And then she just doesn't do it because she says it hurts. And I, you know, and I, I keep stressing that, you know, once you just start doing it, you'll feel better. And then it'll just be routine. But yeah, she just she keeps saying, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to start.
0: Okay. <laughs> she you to like play this for mom, because you, you know, like her mom keeps coming in and she's like, she doesn't understand what's happening. Your mom is relatively young, right? She's in her sixties. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're, you're, grandma keeps saying, she's going to be here for so long. And she doesn't realize what she's doing to herself. She's like, this yeah. is about vanity. This isn't about a number on a scale. She's like, this is about her feeling good. And she yeah. said for her to feel good, she's got to move these joints. She's got to move yeah. these muscles. And it sounds like a paradox, but actually feeling that pain at the beginning is good. We're moving, we're working through the creeks like we need to work through. And then we get to this smooth energy where we feel a lot better. She's like, she needs to stick with it through that bump at the beginning because she's like, it doesn't get any easier. Like every year that goes on, she's like, she just needs to start it now. So please like relay that message to her. And she said, Did her mom and her go on walks or does she get a sense of mom's presence? Because they just gave me this visual of every time your mom does go out walking, like I see your grandma in her cutest little outfits (laughs) on the other side, lacing up her shoes. She's like, she's very prim and polished, very like put together with all of her outfits that are all coordinating.
1: And she's always like walking right next to your mom. I can see her walking with my mom. Absolutely. I've never asked my mom. I don't think she's ever said anything about that, but I can absolutely see that being the case.
0: Okay. Well, tell her she's with her. And if she feels her presence, that's what that is. Okay. I want to talk about too, your mom sees the bird signs and the butterfly signs from grandma. That is her making her presence known as well.
1: Your mom? Do I see them as well? Does she show those to me? Do you see the Cardinals? I do. Yes. That's what I see. Yeah. That's her. That's her. Okay.
0: Do you see two though a lot? Because your aunt says she comes in sometimes.
1: Not in the recent, but, but I mean, I see him. I see him a lot, you know. Now, did
0: your aunt pass when you were younger? Because she keeps showing me you as a little kid, like you guys being at family parties, you're at somebody else's house and she Saw you like all adults don't do this and pay attention to kids, but she like got you, she understood you, you loved her energy, she loved yours. And like, I feel like when she looked at you and smiled at you, like you really felt her energy what age were you when she passed? And I asked this because she said, you might not think that I would stay with you as much as I had, but she ties your and her energy together from past lives too. Like she's very invested in who you are. She's a big part of your soul family. She's a big part of your spirit
1: team helping. Okay. Yeah. I was in high school. I don't know the exact age, maybe 15 or 16, probably perfect
0: she also comes in around like the the time when your older child daughter was born and she does show me like her future in the future i feel like there's some decisions that you're going to have to make of whether or not like you want to keep her care in house or at some point you know if you want her to be supportive place with other people like her. She yeah. said, you can't make a wrong decision, but she makes me feel like your heart gets really heavy when you think about this or when you like even try and forecast for the future. And she said, because you're worried that you're going to get it wrong and she yeah. said, you're not going to get it wrong. Okay. She said, you have done your best always. And she said, you will always do your best. And she said, you will always be right there. She said, but if there's a trial period where you need your daughter to have more help with her care, she said, you're not a bad mom for needing that. Okay. Mm -hmm. And she said, if you go through that trial period and say, this works for us and she's getting the best care and she's thriving where she is It's okay to continue care that way. Okay. Yeah. Your heart is like an open wound when it comes to that. And you have to do the work to get to that decision. And it doesn't just come overnight. It's something that you'll kind of marinate on until you're crystal clear on it. And then you'll take a step. Okay. Yeah. Sometimes our egoic mind will bring something in and they will flash a thought. It's not like I'm seeing what you're thinking. They're saying this is the thought that you're ruminating on. Okay. And one of the other things that they want to talk about when it comes to your oldest girl is this thought that kind of flows through sometimes of like, well, what did I do? Right? Like, is this my karma in some way? Did I do something wrong in a past lifetime? And they said, you didn't do anything wrong.
1: Okay. Yeah. I have thought that many times, or is there some lesson that I need to learn in this lifetime? Yeah. I have thought about that a lot.
0: Your aunt says you are such a kind hearted, loving soul. She said, you would give the shirt off of your back to anybody who needed it. And she said, imagine you being in heaven with your oldest daughter and your oldest daughter says, I want to come, but I want to learn these lessons. And it's going to be so hard. Who would accept this or help me learn this or live this life? And you said, I would, I'll help you. I'll do this. And, you, and she's like, but it's going to be really tough. And you're like, it's okay. I got you. And yeah, I can see that. She said, there's no karma involved. She said, you raised your hand. Okay. Okay. That's good to know. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And she said, I know it is tough, but she said, you have angel teams surrounding you, surrounding her. And whenever you need that help or that recharge of a battery, ask Ask God to put teams of angels together to help, to recharge you, to give you the strength that you need, and then expect it to just be there.
1: Okay.
0: Yeah. When it comes to dad, his dad is on the other side as well? Yeah. Okay. Did you get to know him at all?
1: Yeah. He didn't die until I was I think, 19 or 20. Did he teach you how to ride a bike? Taught me how to water ski. Okay. I don't think he's going to ride a bike, though. I think that was my mom. <laughs> I am the worst at water skiing, so
0: that would not be a message that they would be able to bring through that way. So he keeps coming through, showing me this, like him helping you. I, I might see it as you getting up on the bike, but really it's you getting up on yeah. the water skis. And he keeps like laughing and I <laughs> want you to know that from the other side, they love those memories just as we love thinking about those memories. And he makes me feel like he provided a warmth and a love that really filled you. He wanted to make his presence known. He wanted you to know how much he loves those memories from the other side. He's a quieter person. He's not like an outgoing at the forefront person, but Mm -hmm. there's a strength in his quietness Mm -hmm. and he is on your spirit team he kind of uses the the phrase he's like I'm holding down the fort (laughs) yeah
1: yeah yeah now did he get sick at the end did he have cancer no my other grandpa did but my dad's dad died of a heart attack I mean he was getting sick he had you know other heart related I think hospitalizations I don't really remember but yeah. Ultimately he died of a heart attack.
0: Okay. No, I'm very clear with what I see and my gift works a little bit differently, but this is the heart attack of mom's dad then coming
1: through. And um, mom's dad was cancer.
0: Oh, oh yeah. The, that is it. What did I say first?
1: Yeah. The cancer was mom's dad. Okay. May I say it backwards? I might have confused. No, I you. said it
0: backwards. I said it backwards. Okay. So cancer is is definitely what he was showing me. So he wants to be recognized too that he is part of your spirit team. Sorry, I'm a little dyslexic with words and numbers sometimes. Okay.
1: <laughs> so hey, I do have a quick question about him. Yeah. So when I he died when I was in like fifth grade. And at you know, at that age after he died, I had lost a cousin very shortly like after that but i was having a lot of questions where i was just like is there a god is there heaven i don't know if i believe in all this stuff i don't you know i always felt like i would feel i had experiences all growing up but and i always felt like i would feel people around me but i was questioning it a lot and then i had a dream and it was after he died and he came to me in a dream and he looked exactly like he always did he was a farmer and he had on his denim shirt and his suspenders and his blue jeans and one of your, actually one of your uh, podcasts recently, somebody said verbatim what he told me. And, and they were talking about the same kind of thing. He said, I can't tell you that you'll have to find out for yourself. And like, I'm, it's, it's going to make me cry, but one of your listeners said that exactly. And I, yeah, I was like, oh my gosh, I've never heard anyone say that. And then to hear it so specific, I've always just thought like, that must have really been him.
0: Yes. 110%. So in the dream you saw him with his overalls on, did you see like
1: the scenery at all? I think we were just outside, you know, like in the country and then he was just gone. Okay. And that was kind of my indication of it must, yeah, it must, you know, it must be real. You know, there must be something.
0: Yes. Yes. Okay. Well, there's a couple of different things here. First off, he keeps tying the cousin's energy in because he did have a message when he came through originally and was kind of showing me he's the person who passed from cancer. Did your cousin pass of an illness too? How did the cousin pass?
1: He died in an accident. So we were all like river people. My parents had houseboats and then his, my aunt and uncle, his parents had a boat and they were out on the river and he went to run down the sandbar and dive in and it was too shallow and he broke his neck.
0: Okay. Who else passed from the sickness though?
1: Yeah. My other cousin. I have another cousin that died of, of I think it was cancer. Okay. So
0: he's tying two things together where I can tell you, like, if you've cleared stuff of your energy or not, and it's something that you just haven't cleared 110%, they want you to clear it because they said... Like when you decided to come and to help in all of these different ways with so many different things here, they said there's not something coming in your future that's going to make it more complex. Some people go through the majority of their heaviness, their heavy energy here on earth. Not that we don't have challenges in the second half, but we went through the majority of the heaviness in the first half. That is you. Okay. So he does tie his passing of cancer and the other cousin who passed of Mm -hmm. cancer to your energy and say, you're not going anywhere young.
1: Okay. Okay. Okay.
0: When it comes to, gosh, and I'm like, give me something else because that's just too obvious. Because your cousin who passed, who dove in and was like in the shallow water, he's so playful. He's so playful with mm-hmm. your energy. I feel like there's times where the lights go on or lights pop around you, yeah. or there's different, but he's like always playing. And that's where I'm like, well, obviously you're playful. You know, you dove in and it didn't work. Yeah. Something else. He keeps saying that you guys played together like since you were small. Were you guys around yeah. the same age? Because he keeps showing me like two little ones in diapers.
1: Yeah. We weren't very, I think just a couple years apart. It was, there was three of us, my two girl cousins were his sisters and our family was very close. So we were always all together, like from babies. Okay. And who, which of the sisters are you really close to still? His younger sister, probably Well, Bo- well, both of them, it's kind of, I've been closer to one throughout the years and closer to the other, but as an adult, it's the younger sister.
0: Who's got a flower name? Where does the flower name come in? It's Their names
1: are Cora and Carol. I don't okay. maybe their middle name, I don't know.
0: Cora and Carol. He says that the way that he plays with your energy like that, where he pops stuff, mm-hmm. it's not like they do this randomly, right? It's not mm-hmm. like it happens at certain times where we either need a sign or we're yeah. pondering something, and we need to know that they're they are helping us with that with it. yeah, tell them that too, okay, okay that he doesn't just come in for no reason whatsoever comes in at certain times.
1: And I feel like I've heard my cousin say that where she's like, Oh, I think that was my brother. You know, like, I feel like she's mentioned that before.
0: Yeah. He wants to validate that for her. So that she
1: doesn't think that she's. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for spending this time with me. Thank you. I really appreciate your time. Thank you so much.